This episode of Inside Muskegon is presented by Muskegon Country Club, a Muskegon tradition since 1908. Great golf, cuisine, and family entertainment. For more information, visit muskegoncc.com. Muskegon Country Club, your vacation away from home. Welcome to the Inside Muskegon Podcast with your host, Jason Pisecki. And now, here's Inside Muskegon. Welcome to Inside Muskegon. This is episode number 78. I'm Jason Pisecki. The Inside Muskegon podcast is a weekly show featuring interviews with community leaders and comments from everyday people from Muskegon, Michigan. The goal of the podcast is to engage Muskegonites in a dialogue about the issues that affect our everyday lives. This week's show features an interview with Christine Robert, a commentary on the interview, and information on contacting Inside Muskegon. In this episode, you heard the first ad on Inside Muskegon. I want to thank the Muskegon Country Club for supporting the podcast. The Muskegon Country Club is one of the area's true gems. It's so much more than just championship golf. They have fantastic dining options, social activities for families, and an Olympic-sized swimming pool, not to mention a wonderful staff. I would encourage anyone who's interested in membership information to visit muskegoncc.com. And if you have a business that is interested in sponsoring Inside Muskegon, please email me at jason at insidemuskegon.com for more information. Now, on to our interview. Our interview this week is with Christine Robert, the president of United Way of the Lakeshore. I'm here with Christine Robert with United Way of the Lakeshore. Thank you for taking the time out with Inside Muskegon today. Well, thank you for having me. Let's start out talking about your background and position with United Way. Okay. Well, uh, my position at United Way, I'm the, the president, chief executive officer of the United Way of the Lakeshore. I've been in that role for four years now. Um, seems like yesterday. I am thoroughly enjoying getting to know the community. Uh, my background, I'm, I'm a social worker. I have a master's in social work and um, a heart in social work as well. Uh, grew up in Michigan, planned to stay in Michigan, and enjoy working with people. So that's how, why I do the work that I do. My well, background, I do have, um, I've lived all over the state. I grew up in the Detroit area, and uh, just off 8 Mile, I like to tell people, um, you know, so I've, I, I know what, I know the issues that a lot of the families are facing that we work with and our agencies work with every day, and the struggles and 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 the successes and the ways to help them be more successful. So that's what I've committed my life to do, and I enjoy it. Well, it's a great background and perspective coming from the Detroit area, and I spent quite a few years over there, too, and familiar with the 8-mile area, and I see a lot of similarities to Detroit and Muskegon in the community there, so I think that's an excellent perspective to bring to the Lakeshore here. Let's talk about the recent merger with the Oceana and Nuego counties and this rebranding of the formerly the United Way of Muskegon County now as the United Way of the Lakeshore. Why was that decision made? Well, we were approached by Oceana County United Way. Um, they're a very small county United Way to the north of us. Um, we actually helped them get started uh, maybe 20 years ago. And uh, as a steward, a good steward, United Way of Muskegon helped them get started. And they were growing and they were doing well. And then they seemed in the last few years to be having a real hard time 
Um, and I think part of that is, you know, the economic condition that we're all struggling with, um, but also being able to have dedicated full-time staff to to support their, their efforts. Um, they weren't able to because their budget is so small. Uh, so that was at least part of the decision is how do we, how do we really um, – move the community forward, the United Way forward, but also United Way of America um, and and many, you know, Congress itself has been telling nonprofits, you must have uh, uh, greater compliance to the same standards that any for-profit business must comply with. So you have nonprofit agencies trying to trying to keep up with standards that are very complex and and so we we don't want to have nonprofits spending all of their time on administrative tasks. Um, our job is to go out and build communities and make them stronger. So I think it was part of that recognition maybe some merging some of the back office work, the administration, the fundraising pieces would allow us to spend more time building communities on the front end. What services does the United Way of the Lakeshore offer in the communities you cover? Well, our primary role is to focus on the priority needs of the community and engaging the local community, the people who live here, in helping identify what those needs are, what the best uh, way to solve the issues that are presented to us today, um, and then to help them raise the funds to commit to do that and sustain what we create uh, so you can build something that lasts over a long period of time. What types of things are happening now in Muskegon thanks to the United Way? Well, you know, United Way just celebrated its 89th year uh, this this uh, this week, and looking back, it's kind of it's really kind of amazing all the things that the volunteers have been involved in. Uh, currently, um, our biggest effort has been uh, the development of two one one. And that's a three-digit number, similar to 911, but a warm line for help rather than an emergency line, making it easier for people to access the services they need. Um, luckily, we have a, a great partnership with the whole community supporting that. And so our effort at this point is marketing it, making sure that people know that it exists, making sure people use it, and making sure we can sustain it as a new solution. So people can just pick up their phone and dial 211 and get information uh, on the community? Exactly. And it's more human service information. Um, it's, you know, if you, often people know that um, uh, that they, they, have a, they have a bill that needs to be paid or they need food or, um, but they don't know the name of the agency or where that resource is. Believe it or not, most people run into a bump in the road maybe three times in their life. And uh, it's not the same people going in for services all the time. So when you hit that, if something happened to you tomorrow and you lost your job and all of a sudden you couldn't pay your utility bill, probably you wouldn't know who to call. And so, and, and then you wouldn't want to call some of the places that you might think to call because maybe your pride is in the way. So 211 is not only an easy number to remember, it's an anonymous person at the other end who's a trained specialist who, who knows, has a database of all the resources in the community, their job is to know. And they not only ask, tell you where that food pantry is or who to call for your utility assistance, but they walk back through and maybe talk about how you lost your job. Are there some dependency issues, some uh, violence issues? Did you lose your job? Um, and there's some things, some other services to help you get a new job that we could direct you to also. So they're really trying to get at the root causes. Um, that's been um, 
probably it's been an, about an eight-year project that we've been working on. And I'm proud to say that at this point, about 70% of the state of Michigan has coverage. And that's from 1999 to 2007. And we're hoping by the end of the year to say that 100% of Michigan has 211 access. What are the biggest challenges facing the Muskegon area and the com- surrounding communities? And how does the United yeah. Way help? Some of the, what, one of the things that we try to do is make sure people are aware of the needs. One of the reasons I moved to Muskegon is um, it's one of the, it's one of the um, friendliest communities and certainly one of the most attractive communities um, to live in. But what, what, what amazed me is how similar our data is to the Detroit area. And I think a lot of people are surprised by that. Uh, 51% of the kids in our region are on free and reduced price lunch which is a, a sign of working, you know, people close to poverty, the, the working poor, if you will. Um, and, and it's just to say that there's families who need support, not to say there's anything wrong. It's just families who need support. And it's something we need to address as a community and make sure those supports are there. It's part of the reason that last two years ago we launched a program called Lights On After School. Um, our, our effort with Lights On After School is to um, – provide a venue for parents and kids to have more access to services, provide a venue where their kids are safer, can receive some mentoring support, some homework help, uh, fun recreational activities to do, while mom and dad may be working till 5, 6, maybe sometimes 7 o'clock at night. So if we can close that gap, which happens to be a high-crime time frame for kids get to get into trouble is from 3 to 6 partly because in a lot of cases there's no one supervising. Uh, So we hope that that's a solution-focused effort um, that we're working on, but that's a need area that's critical. Certainly um, housing is a key issue in all three counties, affordable, quality housing. If you have people that are not making a lot of money, they need help to get, you know, the median income, if the housing is priced higher in the meeting income, then we're always putting Band-Aids on helping somebody get utility or food assistance because they can't afford the rent they're paying. Uh, so those are some of the, the key issues that we need to be addressing in our community. How do people get involved with volunteering with the United Way? They can call us directly at 722-3134 and uh, we'll put them to work. If they live outside of, we have a one eight seven seven number, same number, 722-3134. Uh, so if you live in Oceana or Nuevo, call the one eight seven seven number. In Muskegon, call the 722 number, 3134. Get involved. All you have to do if you are in a workplace that does a United Way campaign, there's a company coordinator that can get you involved um, at your company level. And we, because what we do is we have a relationship often with companies and individuals. The companies, we go to them, we say, we need help with this project. We need help with Lights on After School. We need help with early childhood programming. Or we need help with a day of caring project we're going to do. Right now, we're recruiting volunteers to help us decide where the money goes. We just finished raising money in this past campaign, and we need to spend it. And it's a tough decision. I have the numbers right here. They've just been added up of all the requests for funding. And the requests for funding total up to $500,000 more than we have to spend. So it's a tough – if you like tough decision-making, trying to decide which of – 
of um, 40 very important programs are the most important or which one, where you can cut, then this is the job for you. But it's probably the toughest job we have. I'll talk about your recent campaign and how it ended up working out. And then also how, how those donations and contributions to the United Way of the Lakeshore were raised. Um, we had one of the most successful campaigns in our history. And it just astounded me to, um, to see the outpouring of support. Uh, we've gone into the campaign the last three years, you know, knowing that we're in difficult times, really asking people to help us sustain the effort, help us move forward. And each year, um, we've had an increase in the campaign. And so, and this is at a time when you know what's been happening. Some of our largest and oldest contributors have been downsizing. So to have, the, uh, this year we had a 3% increase in our campaign, not only in Muskegon, but in in Oceana and Nuevo as well. And so to see that kind of outpouring of support when we know times are tough was just heartwarming. Well, those are tremendous results in, yeah. in these times when, you know, the economy on some fronts is struggling. Uh, how much money exactly was raised during the 2006 campaign? Well, this past year in Muskegon, we raised $2,637,000. In Oceana, $115,000. And in Nuevo, $130,000. Oh. So the total, grand total, $2,882,000. Oh, very impressive grand total. And uh, congratulations to you and everyone at the United Way and everyone who contributed. I mean, it mm-hmm. goes to show that the people of Muskegon and the surrounding communities truly do care about their communities and are willing to invest and give back. And I I think that's a tribute to our community as a whole. Oh, it definitely is. So we consider United Way uh, our role very important because we're a bellwether. If United Way doesn't do well, people will say, oh, woe is the community. And if we do well, they say, well, maybe the community is doing better than we thought. So it's real important that we help be a part of people thinking positively. When you ask me what's the most important thing, part of that is getting everybody to think positively. Um, While I say it was a a campaign, there's still not everybody who works made a gift last year. So the potential for United Way to grow the campaign is, is really tremendous. Well, I'll give you an opportunity to do that right now, and we can we can bask in the glory a little bit of 2006 and the last campaign, but I'm sure you're already on to 2007 and the campaign at hand. So uh, we'll, we'll move on to our last question. Okay. You have one minute alone with a person considering contributing to the United Way of the Lakeshore. Make your pitch to get their support. Make the pitch. Well... That's a real tough question. What's the one thing in one minute I can tell you? I can tell you that the biggest reason we know that people don't give to United Way is they were never asked. And I'm telling you, if you've never been asked to give to United Way, if someone hasn't expressed to you how important the need is and how important it is to be a part of a caring community, then I'm here to tell you that you're needed and we need you. If you're a caring person in this community, you can't afford not to be a part of the most caring organization that exists in your community, and you need to join us. And give us a call, and not only give us a gift, but get involved and help us raise money from others who haven't been asked yet. We need everybody to be asked. My uh, campaign chair last year, Mike Pepper, said the number one thing we need to do is make the ask, and I'm sure Bob Skolnick, who's our campaign chair this year, is going to say the same thing. So come on and join us.
Well, thank you very much, Christine. I really enjoyed it, and best of luck to you. Thank you, Jason. The United Way has been an integral part of the Muskegon community since 1918. Their mission is to unite the diverse elements of the community for the delivery of human services through assessing community needs, raising funds, allocating resources, and encouraging volunteerism. There are four impact areas that United Way of the Lakeshore focuses on. They are strengthening families, meeting basic needs, promoting health and independence, and helping kids succeed. Even in these challenging economic times, the United Way of the Lakeshore met their goal of raising over $2.5 million. That is money that will be reinvested in areas of need right here in Muskegon, Oceana, and Nuego counties. That speaks volumes to the dedication of their staff, volunteers, and commitment of area businesses and individuals to the community. For more information on United Way of the Lakeshore, including how to donate and volunteer, visit their website at unitedwaylakeshore.org. I'm going to move on now to some listener feedback, and for the latest feedback on Inside Muskegon, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. You can post your own comments to the site, view the comments of others, and even comment on their comments. That brings us to the conclusion of episode number 78 of Inside Muskegon. For more information, visit our website at InsideMuskegon.com. Inside Muskegon is produced by Jeremy Sear. For Inside Muskegon, I'm Jason Pisecki. Feedback is welcome at Jason at InsideMuskegon.com. This has been the Inside Muskegon Podcast. Comments are welcome through our website or by emailing jason at insidemuskegon.com. Thank you.